Okay, here we are. I had a headphone in. I just realized I had a headphone in for the last like 15 minutes, but they're not plugged into anything. That's weird. Um, does that ever happen to you guys? You just realize you have headphones in and there's nothing playing? Or are you not as lonely as me and you have conversations with humans instead of just listening to podcasts all day? I don't know what your life is like. Anyways, I didn't die. If you're hearing this voice, you're probably surprised because you were wishing my plane would crash. Well, guess what? God doesn't like those wishes. You gotta pray if you want me dead. My plane did not crash, and I am in LA uh, doing a solo app. Doing, I guess me and Will talked about who's gonna go first because we gotta know which number it is. So I guess I'm 46. Episode 46 of This World Blows. It's back to the OG style, although it's not because I'm not gonna edit this. I, I really don't wanna do work. And I thought about doing a bunch of weird, funny bits where I'd have to do a lot of editing and be like, Will uh, sent me a box that sent me back in time, or, or you know, I thought about doing like a basically a, a small play, um, and then I realized that's so much work and no one will care. It was just trying to do something different uh, than what Will would have expected, but really, there's no point in that. So I'm just gonna try to keep it simple, do as little editing as possible, and uh, hope that my episode dominates and Will's wills wins. Jesus Christ, what's happening to me? It's all the cocaine I'm doing in LA. Um, yeah, so this is uh, this is my solo app, and I'm not going to waste my time bashing Will, because mudslinging is a gross political tactic, and that's not what I'm into. That's what Will is into. I'm not going to say Will didn't put a black square up on his Instagram during BLM, because that's not the kind of guy I am. Also, I don't know if that's true. I don't remember... And I feel like there's been enough distance since the Black Square arguments that I can comically lay that upon Will. And because he's not here, I can say whatever I want. But um, but this episode isn't going to be really about Will. Also because, all bits aside, Will's my best friend. I don't know where I would be without Will Hooper. My biggest fear is like, what if Will died suddenly? Where, Like, truly, all bits aside, what the fuck would I be doing if Will evaporated from the universe, if he got Thanos snapped? What's going to happen to Asher? I think we all know. It's not going to... He won't live that long. I'm just putting different things in my mouth, seeing if they're food. Will's my owner, and he slaps things out of my hands. He goes, don't eat that, that's a razor blade. Without my owner... Who am I? Um, anyway, so I'm in L.A. The first thing I noticed upon arriving in L.A. is what I keep noticing for the last few years in New York and L.A., which is those cities used to have a, a, a very specific smell whenever I got to the airport and popped out those doors. I would go, whoa, I'm in L.A. Or New York. Same thing. i go, I'm in New York. Um, but for the last few years, I don't know if my sense of smell has deadened, but I do not smell that anymore or maybe my sense of hope has deadened maybe that's just what getting older is like your senses start to fail and then like hope is attached to these sensory things or something i don't know but either way i keep walking out these uh airport doors and going and then getting nothing i'm getting no nostalgia i'm going i don't smell anything maybe it's because i'm a fucking smoker too maybe i should quit that if i want to smell so bad but I'm not gonna, or I'm actually I'm trying to. Every time I've come out here for the last like three years, I've been like, I'm gonna be, I'm out here for a week or two. I'm gonna quit smoking, and I'm talking about weed and uh, anything else. Um, I don't really smoke cigarettes, but like I, I roll spliffs. I got tobacco mixed in with my weed, so I basically am smoking cigarettes every day in that respect. So every time I come out here, I'm like, 
I'll quit and I'll just I'll use this time to not do it. But then I'm out here and I'm like, I'm on vacation, so uh, you know, maybe when this bag runs out, but then I go buy another bag of legal weed. That's right, folks, legal weed. Another weird thing I've noticed is it seems like though it's legal out here, it seems like no one is smoking it. Like I don't smell it in the streets. I don't see people like being as free about it as you'd think they'd be. Like, it used to be like that a few years ago, but I feel like people, maybe LA's over weed. I think I'm the only one walking around smoking a joint going, this is, this is cool. Everyone else is, maybe they do it in their house, or I don't know. Maybe because of uh, the chronic wildfires, they are staying indoors during that, which is probably smart, and I don't smoke in the fucking hills. Let's just, don't start calling the Hollywood police. Don't call TMZ on me, guys. Also, big news, big missed news, so, I'm here in L.A., and my dad comes home the other day, and he says, Aaron Carter's playing tonight. I forgot to tell you. Which is, if you know me, what the fuck? You didn't tell me Aaron Carter had a show tonight? And it was at 7 p.m., which is incredible. In L.A., in Los Angeles, my show at 7 p.m. It's done by, I mean, I guess it's done by 8. Um, maybe he just knows his target demo is always going to be kids? I don't know, but he, but either way... My dad tells me this, it's already 7 o'clock, I can't go to this show, I'm missing Aaron Carter. That's like the biggest thing I would absolutely die to go see, is a Corey Feldman, an Aaron Carter, something of this caliber, and I fucking missed it. it I mean, that's tragic that I came out here and I, I that was available, because I was looking, I was even that day going, what can I do tonight? Like, I went to the comedy store and saw Bobby Lee with my sister, which he was great, and he's, he uh, destroyed. It, but I would have given that up to go see Aaron Carter in a fucking heartbeat. Like, what are we talking about? Aaron Carter. Um, so I missed that. Big disappointment. Um, what else? Oh, uh, my dad has COVID now. I think the next day, he was like feeling sick. He has COVID. And I had told him that same day that, like, it's funny that if you get COVID now this late in the game, no one has any sympathy for you. They're just like, whatever. And it's true. And then he got it that day, I think. It's true. Everyone's just like, yeah, just go stay in your room. No one no one is like, what what might happen to you? They're just like, yeah, just go in your room. Don't give it to me. And then, of course, my mom has it. So basically, COVID is in the house, and I'm dodging it. So far, I've tested negative twice. I'm trying to dodge it. We'll see. I might get totally fucked here, though, because if I get it, in the last few days that I'm here, because I'm here for another week, uh, if I get in the last few days I'm here, then I can't go on a plane and go back home. It, it starts to, it, you know, a domino effect that might render me living on the streets of Los Angeles. Unless you guys donate money to this podcast. That's right. We're, we need money. Well, we, I need money. I don't have a job still. I mean, I kind of do. I do freelance weird stuff, but I'm, you know, I'm making enough to keep paying rent and then have no money. So life's great. Uh, and I'm on vacation thinking about that. That's the other thing. I'm on a vacation just like thinking about like how how fucked am I going? What am I going to fucking do? This keeps happening where the only time I have the, the free time to go on a vacation is when I'm jobless. So then I'll, I'll go visit my parents or whatever and then I'll be, spend the whole time like hyper stressed thinking about like I need to get a life. Like I'm 37. What am I going to do? Um, in other news, oh, I was thinking about this, like, what if, um, I was like, what if I saw my dad's COVID test and it was like, it was negative. He was like, wait a minute, he's faking having COVID to like avoid me? And then my mom, oh, my mom is it too. Everyone is faking, that was my idea. What if COVID is a global conspiracy, but it's just for everyone to avoid hanging out with Asher? 
That's right, it is about me. If I had thought this bit out, I would have taken the time to like, you know, use the letters in COVID to spell out some alliteration of some type of uh, thing based upon me, but I didn't think this bit through that much. I just thought about like, how funny it would be if I found out everyone in my family is pretending to have COVID so they don't have to hang out with me. So, uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but yesterday was Memorial Day, and I'm, I'm at a Walgreens, and I see this uh, American flag hat, uh, like a fedora, it's like a horrible, like, cheap piece of shit thing. So, I, of course, buy it, because I think it's funny, and I was like, why, why is this here? There's all this other American flag stuff, and it took me, like, five hours to realize that that was correlated to Memorial Day. And I think everyone has had this thought where like, oh, I only know what holiday it is when I see the candy in Walgreens or wherever it is. Like that tells you what holiday is coming up or whatever. But I've reached a new level where now when I see those things, I don't even recognize that it's for a holiday. I just see shit. I see trash and I go, oh, that trash is funny. And I don't even equate that like, oh, that's connected to the holiday that is today. That's how far gone my brain is, guys. I'm not even out there connecting the dots about Memorial Day. I'm just looking at like mounds of cheap patriotic costumes and going, this is just funny. I'll buy this. That's what's even more insane is I did buy it. And now it's sitting on the floor. I'm looking at it going, there's nothing else to do with this. I recorded one funny video and I go, now it's trash. Okay, real quick, uh, we, I, I, we did receive an email apology from my cousin TJ. Finally, a real apology. Let's get to it. Hey, Will and Asher, it's TJ here. I'm calling from the Goblin Lair, that is Texas, uh, because I've had some things on my mind lately, and I just wanted to get them out there and kind of clear the air between us. I'm really sorry. Will, I got to apologize to you because actually, I think the 10 episodes of season one are funnier as a whole um, when compared against the 30 something episodes of season two again it's nothing personal but i think asher might be funnier without you i'm really sorry i'm really sorry wow there there you have it folks uh we got we have i mean you could say it's you know a cousin bias that he's saying that i'm of course funnier than will or you could say that that's just a fact that's just the kind of results that are coming in um, and we do encourage more of that we encourage our our fans and enemies to to send us emails at this world blows podcast at gmail.com i think that's what it is uh, send us your messages of love hate inspiration despair send it to us um, you know we're mentally stable people we can handle some critiques. Also, the air just kicked on, so this might sound like shit. I can't hear what this sounds like. This might be trash. And if I have to redo it, guess what? I'm not gonna redo it. I got too much stuff going on in LA. I got too many people trying to see me. Just kidding. I'm alone doing nothing and my family has COVID. Although, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm swimming. I'm, I'm standing. I'm driving. I do like to go on drives. I'm becoming like an old psychopath. I like to go on my drives, my morning drives. Um, speaking of, actually, this is fucked up. So yesterday, um, I, I am going on my drive. I'm going to get like, you know, I go to farmer's market, grab a coffee. And um, I'm like, let's listen to some funny music. I want to get myself in a fun mood. So I put on uh, Turn Your Love Around by George Benson. And uh, pretty immediately, I start crying. 
I don't know what's going on. I just like this song it was making me laugh for a second and then the chorus hit and I started crying while I'm driving. And I'm going, am I a psycho? What what's happening to me? It might be because I've been like so heavily suppressing crying because I go, there's no point in crying. You guys know my st my stance on crying. It's not that I'm an alpha that I go, I, I refuse to cry. It's that it doesn't make me personally feel better. I I don't get that catharsis or whatever it is. I don't I don't feel better after crying. I just feel wet. I just feel like I got my clothes wet, or I just feel it doesn't. I don't feel better at all. In fact, I kind of feel worse. Same as naps. Like naps make me feel horrible. I wake up and I go. Ooh, that didn't help me. Now I got a depression or, or a wave that that is not positive. But anyways, I'm driving around <laughs> the Hollywood Hills, listening to "Turn Your Love Around," and I'm I'm crying, and I'm, I'm and I'm also kind of laughing because I'm going, "This is crazy! Like, what is happening?" I, I don't know if it's like a if there's an element of I don't know, man. Certain songs, it's not like I I have no emotional ties to the song. I have no even historical ties. I feel like I found this song out a couple years ago, and it's just a funny song to me. Um, so yeah, maybe I am completely emotionally unstable, or maybe I'm tapping into some. Uh, I'm tapping into his true feelings during that song. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But um, it definitely happened, and it was definitely funny. And I can't explain it, uh, other than that I probably do have some general form of depression that I suppress, uh, or, or, you know, some kind of deep unhappy. Well, there's de obviously deep unhappiness that I, I want to be in a different place in my life than where I actually am. Um, but I guess everyone kind of has that. But I don't know, everyone else seems to be pretty confident, though, or happy with their surroundings on some level, much like dog owners, which we can get into that real quick, because my family does have a dog. And I like the dog, actually. I, I can I do understand people's love of dogs and the uh, their their sweetness and their loveliness. I uh, I love this dog, um, but I don't understand doing getting a dog. I don't understand choosing that burden because I love this dog, but I also would never put myself in a position where you basically did you basically do have a baby. All the all the dog people out there, you know who I'm talking to. You know I'm talking to you. All you dog people out there who are like like I would never have a kid. Gross. You do. You've committed a, a massive chunk of your life to constantly caring for something. And I know that everyone says, it's worth it, the love you get out of it. It, I, it doesn't matter. Guys, I was just telling you I was crying listening to Turn Your Love Around. I'm in so I'm so lonely. I'm, I'm so lonely. I almost did a weird accent there. I'm not going to do an accent. I'm so lonely. <laughs> and, that, but I still would never get a dog. I would never do that. I wouldn't, to myself, because I don't have the time to be tending and caring to this thing like I am I cannot imagine committing like that I also maybe it's because I have one foot in and out of any city I live in I just can't imagine saying I it's like having a kid it's like I would need to know I'm, I'm choosing to like live somewhere for a long time and have enough money and other support like to help oh my god this is giving me anxiety already and I come to you as someone who, who I'm pro-kid, I do want kids. I don't know that, I don't think it's necessarily right to create a kid, because there's too many already, but I do like kids, and I do, I would, if I'm being honest, I would like to have a kid, yeah, of course, but I'd also like to be rich enough to take care of that kid and have a, a partner who also wants to do the same. So I would never, yeah, I would never dog myself up, though I like the dogs. It's. I guess it's like, that's why I'm an uncle or whatever. It's just like, I like, I like to hang out and play around, but I... At the end of the day, 
I'm broke. I can't take care of anything. I'm a loser. I can't take care of myself. I have broken teeth. I'm walking around L.A. licking on caramel apples with my broken teeth. Anyway, so that would be a funny idea of... Um, just the idea of... Because of, uh, when that song came on, I'm going back to Turn Your Love Around. Let's bring him back. Let's bring it back. George Benson. Is it Benson? Yeah, George Benson. Um... Just the idea of like it, it it felt like the end of a movie, how they how they will ironically punch a song in during a moment where someone's gonna die or something. That's kind of what it felt like. It was like, am I about to drive off this cliff to this song? Because there's something hilarious about that. But also like it does kind of check out. It makes sense where you're like, as far as the end of a movie goes, where you're like, yeah, they'll they'll throw a song in there you didn't expect maybe, and maybe it'll taint it'll or give it it'll paint. It won't taint. It'll paint. It'll paint the scene differently. Okay. Uh, I was in Starbucks today and some and uh, the barista goes, where are you where are you from? And I was like, I just didn't want to get into it. And I was like, I'm here. And she was, oh, I thought I heard an accent. And I was like, nah. But that didn't, I mean, yeah. I don't know why I just said that. Why did I just say that? Um, I don't remember. Uh, I'm losing my mind, guys. My brain is frying, and uh, I'm crying to hilarious songs while driving. Um, also, I'm okay, guys. Don't worry about me. Um, I'm okay. I am gonna make it. What if I actually, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that if I started crying during a recording, I would definitely not put that out. So if you, if you, if you believe that I was about to start crying, then you don't know me. Let's give a birthday shout out to Dave Green, okay? My, my sister's husband, okay? I text you, happy birthday, but I don't know your number. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I do actually have your number. But it is funny that, that um, siblings, significant others, at least in this era for me, I'm like, I don't have, I don't have multiple brothers' wives' numbers. I, I have no idea what their phone numbers are. Because there's no need for me to contact them. Um, if I needed to get a hold of them, maybe that's because social media makes everyone have like 10 different ways of if you needed to contact them, you could just do this shit. But uh, yeah, it's funny to think like, yeah, I don't even have really a way to contact these these people that are my literal family. That's the breaks. Um, I thought about this too when I was thinking about, because I was trying to comprehend that uh I'm going back. We're going back to George Benson and me crying. Let's get back into it. Let's maybe we'll just stay on this the whole episode. Asher's emotional instability and desire for love and children while living a janitor life. Um, I was thinking about this. I was like, have I always had depression or is that, or is that, is it just like, is boredom depression? Because like, when I was a kid, I'm like, I, I do remember being, having like certain days, certain things that I was like, I feel like that's what depression is. Like, I felt this negative thing since I was a kid, this certain unhappiness. But then I'm like, I was also bored as shit. So I don't know. Like, is like, or maybe, maybe the equivalent of depression for children is just boredom. Cause it's doing the same thing. It's like, it's you, it's making you feel like there is no life out there. You're like, what, what's the point of existing? What is anything? Um, just realized this headphone's back in my ear. I put it in to listen to that George Benson song. I've had it in my ear for 10 minutes again. What the fuck is wrong with me? So, uh, where, where, that just also derailed me entirely. This happens every time if I pull a headphone out, even if I'm not listening to something, if I pull it out and then I'm like zapped back into the real world, 
Like I've been jogging and had headphones on cords and you run and you accidentally pull them out and you get popped into the real world and you're like, I was in a different music video world. Like I was hearing this powerful music that was pushing me forward. And then it pops out and you realize no one else is experiencing this. I feel like I've gotten into this before, but I'll stick with it because it still rings true. Whenever your music gets cut off randomly in the car, whatever it is, it's like that world just pops and you're plucked or, or you know plopped back into the real dry boring world and boredom equals depression as we just said at least for me um yeah i don't i don't like being bored man i gotta stay moving i gotta stay doing something that's why i'll spend like 30 minutes editing a video that will become a 15 second story online that will then disappear and never be seen again i just like to be doing stuff so if you guys know what kind of depression this is, get out there to the uh, email. Send me, uh, actually do that. Send me some funny names for what you think my specific depression might be. Also, it would be great if I went to a doctor and they were like, you don't have depression. And I'm like, I'm just like claiming I do and, and getting sympathy. Um, I don't want your fucking sympathy. I want your fucking money, guys. Come on. Also, I don't, I think everyone has some depression, some OCD, some AD. I think everyone has some sliver of all these things. They can activate in different ways uh, or be stronger in different ways in different people. But I think everyone's got a little bit of everything. So I don't think, uh, I don't think anyone's special, okay? Everybody fucking sucks. But we're all in it together. Here's what's funny is if I became like a really positive person, I no none no one would like that either. No one's gonna be like this guy Asher. He really makes he he's uplifting. That's not gonna happen. They're gonna be like this guy is like annoying. This guy's not being realistic. Speaking of annoying, I got some shots to fire in my own episode. Uh, when people order an assorted dozen of donuts and can't choose which ones they want, but you only want one donut and you're right behind them and you're like, why didn't you just let me order my donut, you idiot? You're sitting there going, hmm, maybe, maybe Ralph would want a glazed. Maybe Ralph should go to hell. Get your fucking donuts and get out of my way, lady. That's <laughs> what a, that's the, that's the real me. That's me in my head uh, at the donut store going, you piece of shit. Don't you have any dignity? I just feel like, uh, I, I mean, for me, I guess it's all, what do you call it? projection. I always feel like a jackass if I'm holding up any line. I'll like I'll take I'll eat things and take things that I didn't want if they like miss if they misheard my order and they're like it's easier than than getting in everyone's way and saying, "No, excuse me." Like I'll just accept it. Cuz I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the donut lady who's choosing slowly. My life is so hard. Okay, um, should I end the episode now or should I shoot more shots? Uh, I did. Oh, speaking of that, at, at, at um, that, at, that, 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 at, um, a Starbucks, I was getting a coffee and I heard this song and I was like, this, oh, sh there's another shot to fire. Um, it's not at this song specifically, but it's at what I call rap voice. It's when white people are using a, a voice that ain't their own to sell a song. Iggy Azalea, she's a, a classic one where you go like, huh, you, you, you have an Australian accent and yet in your rap songs, you have a very different accent. First things first, I'm the realest, realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it, let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business, I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. right. Um, and uh, this, this is a, a characteristic uh, um, that I, think it's just like they're just cutting off ends of words they're just 
uh, like B, what's that group? BBNN or BBNO, whatever that group is. They have a song, and I, I like the song. It's kind of fun, but like this is a white guy. Listen to this. He's saying pink whip with flames on the side, but he says like you're not finishing the word, bro. You're not finishing the word. Just fin. I mean, it would be silly to go pink whip with flames, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, it's a voice where I go, if you're white, what do you? Do? I mean, if you talk like that, let's say this: if you talk like that in regular world, in real world, on the show, the real world, if you talk like that, then I go, okay, you can sing like that. But if you talk like what you are, which is a white guy from Canada. And then when you rap, you go like, What are you doing? How can you not, how can this not be called out? I even thought like Sia, that artist, is it Sia? She did a little bit of it. There's just like a, there's just like a, a, a something a little unkosher about it. I mean, and she used to write for artists like Rihanna. So like you could argue someone's trying to write in a style for someone else to sing. Sure. But there's something weird about hearing a white person go like, but like you're cutting off words or not finishing things and like, and the syncopation of things. I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't say you're not allowed to. It's weird, but I hope those people get fucking canceled. Although I do like some of their music, I want you canceled. I want that voice to be like, can we, or can at least be addressed? Can we say what's going on with this not finishing letters and going, like just rolling letters and words into things what are you doing what is this oh but anyways back to how this started was i heard this random song uh this song you stand in the middle always surrounded like the sun and i'm stuck stranded on planets where i swear i'm the only one who notices me Somebody notice me. Whatever the fuck this is, Quinn X C I I. All these. Oh God, I hate this shit. But this is a, this is a part of it. This guy, I don't. He might not be white. He might be allowed to do this voice. I don't know. But, but it's this also the the type of music. This Ed Sheeran-y, like it's like, you're com- encompassing every genre. But it's also like Christian. There's a worship element. Maybe. This sounds like worship music that I grew up with, Christian as fuck. So there's a corny ass element to it. But listen to this voice. Is this Ed Sheeran or is this a black man? Why does it hurt so bad that nobody knows my name here? Why does it hurt so bad that nobody wants to stay here with me? With me, I'll never know why they just won't. No diss me, no diss me, no diss me. No diss me, no diss me, no diss me. Like, I, I hope you're black, dude, But if you're doing that, okay? And if you are, I guess it's okay, but it's still, the music is still corny. It's still Christian praise, hymn, worship, pop music. Like, that's, it's trash, okay? It's trash. It's all trash. Um, But the kids, I mean, I guess the kids now that are making, the kids now, these fucking kids, now the, or the people that are making music now, when they were kids... Like, Black Eyed Peas was probably the Beatles to them. And so that's why the, the type of music that comes out now is below shit. 
it's it's like it's evil. Like it, there's something about it that is so soulless and so pathetic, and just trying to apply to TikTok money, bullshit children selling things. It's all so 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 insincere. Even your Adele's, even your whatever's your. I mean, it's it's just this is Ariana Grande world, baby. This is Disney World, okay? This ain't this ain't your mama's music. Not that I'm like a big Fleetwood Mac head, and I'm like these kids should like Fleetwood Mac. I'm not saying that. In fact, it all sucks. Every time period, you know, whatever the pop music, I guess you could argue is fucking lame. Um, but particularly this this element is like I feel like, or let's say this: in the early 2000s, pop music was so soulless. It was like what? Who? What is this? Like. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, all the all in sync, all these things. But now, what pop music is makes me love that old stuff. And now I do love that old, that old pop, my the old fashioned pop, because that soulless Britney Spears, Timberlake, whatever stuff was at least it was fun. Um, it was soulless, but now it's soulless and uh, pretending to be emotional, pretending to apply to people's hearts and souls and core. And it's like. Ariana Grande didn't write that shit, bro. And as much as Taylor Swift claims she writes her songs, guess what, bro? 26 people write all of those songs. She's included in those 26 people. I, she's like, I'll write a song, and then guess what? Guess how many filters that goes through before it becomes a song? I'm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm picking a fight with the, uh, what's her last name? Uh, Swift, with the Swift heads, the Swifties. They are ferocious, I've heard that. Um, but it would be good good press if they came after us. Because um, we have no press. We have no press. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> you guys. Also, when I cry, I don't sound like that. So just know that I'm not really crying. Unless, I mean, well, maybe maybe I am really crying. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> the emotionally unstable episode. Um... I guess we, we, Will's not here, so we can't really do an island segment, but my, uh, my sister Olivia did, uh, have her own island segment. She said, she's got a song that she really wouldn't want to have with her on the island, but she wishes that we would. So she, she is mandated that we take this on. So while we're stuck on our desert island full of horrible music that we don't want, we are forced to take on Fall Out Boy. My songs know what you did in the dark. I mean, truthfully, if if we had done Fall Out Boy, I would have chosen this song because this is hilarious. This is the funniest thing they've ever done. Not that they're a comedic band or wanted this to be funny, but this one is so funny that I would take this. And if I'm, yeah, sitting on an island, I'd rather have this than a lot of their shit. So thank you, Olivia, for uh, forcing that song into me and Will's island. I'll send this to him and tell him it's been mandated from the family. I guess I'll leave y'all with this. Um, as soon as I got here, the TV was blaring. And we talked about this before in episodes that the only time I, y- you see commercials, at least if you live in New York or if you're whatever, my gen that has just computers. We watch TV on computers. The only time you see commercials is when you go home and visit your family and you're like, oh, th- I forget that this is how this machine works. And I come home and it's E, some kind of E or whatever. It's some kind of TMZ, some kind of bullshit Hollywood news. And it was like Steven Tyler off the wagon at 74 years old or however fucking old he is. And they're showing these like slow, I mean, it looks like a video I make. It's these slow Ken Burns effect on, on these horrible pictures of him. I mean, they were trying to make him look good, I guess, but these comical pictures of Steven Tyler. 
and my thought was like, let that man fall off that wagon. If you're that old, what are you talking about? Just fucking do it, man. Like, who cares? Who cares about sobriety when you're 74? You're only going to have a couple more drinks regardless, whether it's you have two now and your body can't handle two tequila sodas and you die, or you have, you know, one... I don't remember. I don't know how this analogy is going to work out, but either way, you're going to die soon is kind of my point. So just have two tequila sodas or a little bit of heroin. Who cares? Smoke crack, Steven Tyler. Go out the way you came in by smoking crack. I don't know what that means. I'm very sorry I said that. Um, so I'm very sorry, Stephen. And I wish you the best, and I hope that you do party whatever way you fucking want to. Don't let the L.A. press scene push you around like they've been trying to do to me. You can do whatever you want, bro. You're a free man, and drugs are cool. So I say do them. Okay, y'all. Until next time. I hope you turn your love around and send it to me. Uh, and I can't wait to hear Will's episode. That'll be episode 47. And remember, guys, this is um, this is a challenge. This is a judgment. We, we want you guys to tell us who is better at, in every category, in every way possible. We want you to judge us as harshly as possible. Send those critiques, those judgments, those wisdom calls to thisworldblowspodcast at gmail.com. And I guess I'll see you guys in two episodes or you know we'll see maybe I'll, if I get COVID I might get stuck here forever so we'll see um, until until then goodbye goodbye